I got it. When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze. One, two, three, four. I built a labyrinth. Can you believe it? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute, the podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 45, Dave comes up with a plan but no one's buying. And the interview we saw in Minute 1 gets started. Tackle Minute 45, we have Gary Roby of Harry Potter Minute and Cassandra Fredrickson of Lord of the Rings Minute. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. This doesn't make any sense. Is that a problem? Is it a promise to my second? It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. I get a few words from you before you go. I don't know how I'm supposed to intro this episode. I don't have like a template or anything. Die Hard Minute, I had a template for, so. Right. I think the show's Dave Made a Maze, though. Where's my notes? Is it Dave Made a Minute? Oh, Dave Made a Minute, yes. Haha. I'm not even yes. on here, and I'm fucking. That's gotta be. <laughs> well, I don't know. this is this is all I'm recording for them. Either. Oh, can we swear? That's a very good. I guess we'll find out. I don't. I <laughs> I did not get any restrictions or anything because the the uh, the character swears. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I uh, I I don't see a problem with that. That's what I hated about Die Hard Minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, literally the only thing I have in conversation with with Robert is the links to these minutes. Because <laughs> I think he was just taking volunteers and he just shot me four. Huh. Like, okay. So I don't have any restrictions or nothing. We're just going to do this. <laughs> going to wing it. Uh, God, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Dave Made a Minute. Um, I'm Gary Roby from Harry Potter Minute. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson from Lord of the Rings Minute. And I feel like this, I feel like I have, I have, I have very little guidance here. We're just going to wing it this week. That's fine. (laughs) We're talking about minute 45 of Dave Made a Maze. Actually, let's, before we even do the minute specifics, like, I think I might be one of the few hosts that has seen this movie, but it's been a long time. But I'm just dragging you in blind with me this week, Cassandra. So I'm happy for you to be here. Uh, I appreciate it. (laughs) I don't know. I appreciate it. Because <laughs> you sent me the minutes and I literally texted you. I was like, what the F am I watching? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's fun. So we're talking about minute 45, which um, starts with Dave giving a very impassioned speech about like defeating the Minotaur and finding their way out of the maze. Like they've gotten lost. Um, I particularly like the fact that this is just very much the like Greek labyrinth. The the labyrinth that the minotaur on crete was trapped in in uh, Greek mythology yeah the guy who built it his name's daedalus and he is in one of the greek myths it's it's said that the labyrinth by the end of its construction had gotten so complicated and con- convoluted that even even the builder himself nearly got lost inside of it mm. and so i like that they're just playing into this like we don't ever see it in our minutes from the outside, but it looks like just a little, like, cardboard fort in the middle of his living room. But now it's so big and ridiculous on the inside that they're trapped. So, 
I, because you've seen this movie before. Is this, yeah. like, there's an enter sign. Is that the entrance to the maze? Or is that, are they, like, this interview team just is lost in here with him? Uh, he was, so the movie starts with him being the only one inside the maze. Like, we view it from his girlfriend's perspective from the outside. And he's telling them, like, don't come in. Like, he's he himself has gotten lost. Like, he's going to figure this out. And then his friend, the one who you said you recognized from Buffy, whose name I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. Um, the Invited a bunch name, of people over. The actor's name is Adam Bush. Yeah, Adam Beardy Bush. guy with glasses. Yes, I believe his name is Gordon in the movie. Okay. Um, Invited a bunch of people over. And then they all sort of traveled into the maze and have gotten lost as well. I think they've already lost people at this point. I think that there were like a couple of Flemish tourists and like a hobo. What? Yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, so now it's just him, his girlfriend, his friend Gordon, and then this like interview crew. Um, is his girlfriend the left. the cute girl that's in these? Yeah. Minutes? Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's played by her name's Annie. Um. She's played by Mira, Rohit. Kumbani? I don't want to... I'm butchering her last name and I apologize, but... <laughs> uh, this is the only thing I've seen her in, I think. Mm. I really love that he's giving this, like... He's so determined in this speech here, like, we just have to lure the Minotaur into this place and it'll turn back into cardboard and, and then we can disable the... All the traps. Disable the traps and, and get out can, of here. We can finish this and no one... <laughs> Who's with me? Why and are there sucks. traps? Like, I have, I have so many questions. It's so weird. I, I feel like he, like, started building this maze, and then it, it also sort of, like, organically developed, because they seem to come across things in this movie that I don't think he remembers constructing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't know. Also, the enter sign is weird, because they're, like, deep in the maze at this point, so maybe that's an entrance to somewhere else. I don't like, know. a subchamber or something. It just keeps getting deeper. Uh, did you read any of the um, Percy Jackson books? I did not. I feel like um, I was like just out of the age range for those when they started sure. getting popular. So I like skipped those. Yeah. Uh, I have always been a big fan of like Greek mythology and things. So they were fun. I haven't read most of them actually now that he's got like a bunch of other series but mm -hmm. they do a lot like the labyrinth in, in that interpretation the labyrinth sort of like grows and moves and expands of its own accord like you can find entrances into the labyrinth mm -hmm. all over the place but like once you're inside it's hard to like navigate um they do the whole uh what's her name i think it's ariadne's thread or something like that she gave theseus a, a, a spool of thread so that he could find his way back yeah. out yeah. Um, sort of deal, but guess they should have thought of that when they came in here. Come on, Dave. Right. Just a big old <laughs> Rookie mistake. ball of yarn. Um, <laughs> there's two moments that I really, really like in this, and it's just the, the silence when he's like, who's with me? And everyone's just staring at him. Yeah. Yeah, and there's crickets. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the guy asks him, like, can we get that interview? And he's like, no, there's not going to be any interviews. And then we cut to, like, him sitting down, like, looking so forlorn. Like, so <laughs> sad as he's about to give this interview that he didn't want to give. 
this is like such a weird thing to come in like come out of context to like i've done quite i'm like because people ask me to guest on shows and then i'm just like oh i've never seen that movie (laughs) but sure and like it's happened uh, on mad max a couple times like the only mad max movie i've seen is fury road and then they're just like oh we want you on our show and i was like (laughs) i've never seen these oh i had so much fun recording with rick and julia though like i i oh yeah they're great i think i watched uh road warrior like right before we recorded for it and was totally kind of like what is this movie like i this is not i did not expect <laughs> this at all it's leather and whips and whoa yep and just uh-huh. manic car chases and like the most macho of machos but it's like having seen one mad max movie like it yeah. gives you a context mm-hmm. for all the other ones but this is what just is like here? this looks mm-hmm. like an indie movie in like the best and worst <laughs> oh, ways. Oh yeah, totally. I understand that. Like I don't know, it's kind of grainy. Um and I like the filter they put on it or I don't know, they like switch the camera or something when he is giving the interview so you're like seeing yeah. it through like the monitor or whatever. I do too. I like that. I think it I think it's definitely like I don't know. It immerses me in a way that I really like because it's it's I'm always a fan of like footage in film, like other people recording things like it doesn't have to be a full blown found footage movie. But I like the cut between like a camera that a character is holding versus just like the omnipotent camera. Right. I like the Mm -hmm. the layers. Yeah, totally. Layers. Onions have layers. His speech, though, like he... (laughs) I know you okay. don't play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, but like, <laughs> I like where this is going. I could probably, I could probably disable all the traps. Like he is the least confident rogue <laughs> I think I've ever seen in media. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. You have yeah. one job, and like, I don't know. It's like a really stereotypical like, like we're rallying the troops. We're gonna do this. This is like the third act. Like we're gonna push into the the. Yeah. The triumphant whatever and then it just undercuts it by like, silence <laughs> i don't know it's very silly yeah i like the playfulness here um and i think it's good uh they mention he mentions during the interview in the next couple minutes about like he may be responsible for the deaths of some people and so i think that this is definitely a like well let's we're gonna we're gonna lighten the mood a little bit because something terrible just happened before this i don't it's been a long time yeah. since I watched this movie, so I don't remember exactly. We'll talk about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like his... Yeah, he's so, like, passive and so, like, uncertain. Like, even when he's giving the interview, the, the interviewer's telling him, um, like, tell me why you made the maze. And he's like, because I wanted to make something. Make something. Yeah. Just something. I mean, I get that. I get that desire to just want to, like, be productive with whatever my day is. He chose a weird thing to do with his uh, with his time. We'll get into that, I guess, mm-hmm. too. You could have taken up, like, uh, like a different <laughs> hobby. Like, maybe, like, I don't know, knitting or Where did he get all this cardboard? Like, <laughs> baking, right? Like... <laughs> uh. 
That's so funny. It's so, <laughs> I've had, the, so I've never like built a cardboard like fort, like house or whatever, but not out of cardboard. Oh, what? Me and my sisters used to take like the chairs from the dinner table and hang blankets over and do like that whole thing. Mm. But I've never done it out of cardboard. That yeah. feels very like Calvin and Hobbes to me. Mm-hmm. Like super yeah. old school. Totally. I don't know. We used to make like rocket ships and stuff out of big cardboard boxes, like the like the refrigerator yeah. size ones. That was cool. No, I've never I've never done anything. But like that. yeah, I was all about that. I was all about that. Yeah. Pillow forts. Pillow forts would be very soundproof. Maybe I should put a make a pillow fort to record in next time. Have you? Oh yeah, that's true. Just like a cocoon of warm. Yeah, soft. it'd be so good. Have you seen Community? Uh, no, I ha- um, oh I know of it, gosh. but I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> okay, so there is a whole episode, now that I'm thinking about pillow forts, that- Sweet. It's like a, um, it's like a Civil War-style documentary. Not Marvel, like the American Civil War. <laughs> there's like- <laughs> There's like a documentary an MP- <laughs> about that. <too. laughs> I, I hate that I have to specify. And then Bucky Bars. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Joe McHale with, like, crazy eyeliner. Um, <laughs> but there's, like, a whole, like, American Civil War-style documentary um, two-parter. Annie Edison provides humanitarian relief for both sides. Her text conversations with Jeff Winger give us a glimpse beneath the cushions of war to the lost pennies and grody Q-tips of war's emotional toll. Jeff. Heard from one of Troy's soldiers about a speech you gave to troops at the Blanket Fort. Wish this war could be over, but proud of you for taking a stance. Text message, Annie Edison. Thank you, Annie. I'm proud of you, too, and of us all. Also wish the nightmare would end, but using what I'm given to give what I can. Jeff Winger. Jeff, just heard from one of Abed's soldiers that you gave an identical speech to troops at Pillowtown. WTF, sad face, special icon of a downward thumb. Annie, okay, you caught me. I prefer war to homework. How do you do that little thumb icon? I can't find it on my phone. Jeff Winger. Jeff, you're disgusting. Troy and Abed's friendship is at stake. You can buy special icons and packages at the App Store. Piece of sushi, birthday cake, stop sign, snowman, umbrella. Annie Edison. And there's, like, a giant pillow fort, like, maze. And it has, like, different districts. Like, they, like, all the clubs and stuff, like, all the people in the community college are just, like, adding to this pillow fort. And so it's kind of, like... It's kind of like this, but it's, um, I don't know. I love Community. At least the first three seasons. I haven't seen okay. the, the back half of the show, but like, Community is worth the I've watch, honestly. I'll have to check it out. Oh, it's so Get funny. Get my hands on it somehow. Oh, man. I just, I love the idea of like, just like mazes and like things like that in general, just like p- putting something together and it getting sort of out of hand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty fun. Well, a maze in itself is like kind of like a controlled chaos sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Like you are in the confines of this space, but whatever happens in this space, like, is built to mislead and like, I don't know, like there's no logic to a maze. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, um, I don't really, since we're just getting out of Halloween season, I, uh, keep thinking of there's down in in i mean you're from around here down in balboa park they do um like the the 
haunted trails or whatever during Halloween. Uh And they basically set up like, I wouldn't call it a maze necessarily in the same way that like a corn maze maze is a maze, but, um, you're, it's very much like corralling people in a certain direction and like Mm -hmm. dead ends where there's people jumping out at you to try to scare you and all that sort of thing. And it's just madness. I always associate, there's something horrifying about mazes to me. Like, (laughs) not even if it doesn't even have to be like the haunted trail thing, but just the idea of like getting lost and not being able to like find your way back out. Mm -hmm. I know, that's why like, I, there's a corn maze um, that gets set up like on the outskirts of the town that I live in now. And it's like a legit, like it's on a farm. It's like legit corn. Um, and the idea of that is scary to me because, I don't know, I read, like, stupid, like, American Gothic, like, creepypasta about, like, the Midwest and, like, the lights oh, sure. and the corn and, like, all that stuff. <laughs> um, because reading it is different than, like, watching it on screen. Because I'm just oh, yeah, like, totally. okay, I have control of this narrative. I can just, like, I can just close just, the I can window. Close the book. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, but, I'm the same way. I don't watch a whole lot of horror stuff. I've been doing more because of the holiday, but, um, it's usually not my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've read, like, I've definitely gone down, like, the Wikipedia holes about cryptids and, like, demons mm-hmm. and things. And I have, um, I've bought a handful of, like, horror novels, be it Stephen King or whoever else, but, like, it's so easy to just be like, I'm just, like, done with this for now. <laughs> You want to put the book in the freezer? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I I don't enjoy being scared. Like, that, that moment when someone jumps out at you when you're in, like, a haunted mansion or something. Like, no, like, I don't find that adrenaline rush fun like a lot of yeah. people seem to. Yeah. And so, like, even if it is just a straight up, like, corn maze, like, there's nothing inside. Like, nothing's going to happen, but... My my brain's still gonna go there. Like that mindset just yeah, becomes very yeah. pervasive, in a way. I don't know. I f- I feel like even just like in this maze, like in this movie, if like I f- I feel like it'd be very claustrophobic. Yeah, I don't like um like I I don't think I have like straight up claustrophobia, but I don't like being in a space that I have no control over. Yeah, which I think is like. I don't know. Might be it's like a different issue, but like, <laughs> but a maze is like the embodiment of that. So I'm just like, I'm not about that life. It's fine. yeah, just like okay, now you're 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 lost. Like the mm-hmm. goal is to get lost and then find your way through. Mm-hmm. Don't no, thank you. The first time <laughs> I hit a dead end, I'd be like, well, I, fuck this. <laughs> oh, we oh, must no. starve. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Gollum. <laughs> Uh, on brand (laughs) (laughs) there's like something so universal about a maze like i'm thinking about like in our like movies by minutes thing oh sure like i mean there's the triwizard tournament task for you and then i'm like is there a maze and i'm just like oh the dead marshes kind of maybe but i don't know the idea i think the idea of a maze resonates with people and i'm not entirely sure why that Mm. is maybe it is trying to capture that feeling of just like helplessness Mm. of 
you know, even if you think you're making the right choice, you could still come around that corner and find a blank wall. Like, yeah. 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 Like the only reason that the maze in, in, um, or the labyrinth that the Minotaur is in was able to be escaped is because they had a plan going in. Like they took a, Oh, um, there's a book that I really, really like actually now that I think about it, that does a very similar thing. It's called, Oh my God. Why am I forgetting? I, it's like right on the, t- it's, um, this is going to make me mad. <laughs> I'm Googling it. Uh, House of Leaves. It's called House of Leaves. Oh. Uh, by Mark Danieluski. Yeah. And, uh, that does a similar sort of thing where like he buys this, it, the book itself has multiple layers where it's like, there's a character that found the manuscript for this book, but the book is like a textbook describing this movie this guy saw, like, kind of <laughs> deeper down. Yeah, and yeah. so they, they oscillate between the, the different narrators, but the the center of the story, this guy buys this house, and they wake up one morning, and there's just, like, a room in the house that wasn't there before. Oh, that's And then spooky. he finds a door, and you open the door, and it leads into this hallway. And so they basically send a team in to go like spelunking into this labyrinth that has appeared beneath the house. And it just keeps getting deeper and darker and there might be a monster in there and Mm -hmm. the walls start changing shape so that it's just getting them more and more lost until he's just like trapped alone in the dark. The end. It was really horrifying. (laughs) Um, happening i yeah and it's just that same that same sort of thing of of like this space should be familiar and yet suddenly it's not right well that's what good that's what good like horror does is like take a familiar at least the 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 kind of of horror that i find um palatable i guess like i don't actively seek it out but like it takes the familiar and makes it unfamiliar Mm -hmm. in different ways and like i don't know i'm gonna be even more on brand because i also host a doctor who podcast but like yes i like stephen moffat uh one of the showrunners in the past which is a weird thing to say um he was really good at that at like taking the familiar and turning it into like a weird crazy alien monster thing yeah totally totally. um and that honestly reminds me of like the the first episode of the 11th doctor where like this little girl's living in this house and then Mm. all of a sudden there's like a room that she doesn't remember because there's like crazy space stuff happening um But just the idea of living in a space for so long, like your whole life, basically, and then just not realizing that there's another room, like an entire room in this house, is really scary. Mm -hmm. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Do you know what the crack is? What? It's a crack. Well, this is also, um, like the Coraline thing. Like she finds the little door in the house Mm -hmm. that like leads her to her other family. Yeah. Like, ooh. (laughs) there was a my grandparents moved into this house when i was in like middle school and it had like one of those little tiny closet doors in the in the most in the like 
the room above their garage, like the uppermost floor of the house that like, I think, I think led into the attic, but I never opened that door. I was so <laughs> afraid to like know what was behind that door. I know. Those scare me. Little tiny half doors. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why is this here? Who? Who is this for? My grandfather can't fit through that door. I know. Just make a regular sized door for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, it always, yeah, it always scared me. And like because it was because it was attached to the attic. Um, on nights where it was like storming or pretty windy, the door would rattle. Oh no! And so it was like I was. I would put stuff against the door so it wouldn't move because I would sleep <laughs> up there. It was just not okay. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. They are so lost in this place. You know, I, th- I I bet you it'd be really fun to be like a set decorator for this movie, just like making everything out of cardboard. Yeah. I think that'd be a good time. That'd be cool. It's very elaborate. It looked the enter um like doorway. It looks like a little uh puppet show theater with like the <laughs> curtain for some like for some reason. I'm oh just yeah, like, it does. Oh, it, it totally it's got does. like the little like the, the like the backlit enter yeah. sign, and then I don't know. I didn't even realize that there was the curtain there, but you're totally right. I wonder. I wonder if they came from there or if that's somewhere they're going to be going. I, have I no don't idea. remember. <laughs> we don't get that in these minutes. <laughs> You would know better than I. It's been, like I said, it's been a long time. I should have rewatched this, but I feel like I ha- I would have had, like, an, a, too much of an advantage. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool, like, the meta-ness of exploring a movie about a maze without knowing what you're in for, I guess. Yeah, like, totally. That's cool. Props to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's his name? Robert? It's Robert I'm, Black. I'm yeah. just here to talk, you guys. I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> right? I just I just hit you up and was like, you're doing this with me, okay? <laughs> uh, I'm delighted. I've been putting off recording these minutes for far longer than I should have been. Oh, well. That's also <laughs> on brand for, like, both of us, so it's fine. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know how to outro this. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Dave Made a Minute. Um, yeah. You can find both of us over on DuelingGenre.com. Victoria host, uh, bleh, Victoria's not with us this week. <laughs> I was going to be like, like, oh, where's Victoria? I love Victoria. <laughs> Aw. Victoria and I host Harry Potter Minute over there. And then Cass and Norman do Lord of the Rings Minute. Uh, and then as Cass also mentioned, you do a uh, Doctor's Companion with Scott and Nick over there. Yeah. I'm all about that Dueling Genre life. Right. Oh, and then we do Scott Pilgrim Minute on the Dueling Genre Patreon page. You can go find us over there, too. All sorts of stuff. We do lots of shows, you guys. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so check that out, and then come back tomorrow for Minute 46. Bye. Bye. And then I could probably disarm all the traps, and then we we could finish this maze. Who is with me? That was Gary Aroby of Harry Potter Minute and Cassandra Fredrickson of Lord of the Rings Minute taking on Minute 45 of Dave Minute Maze. They will be back next time on Dave Made a Minute, taking on Minute 46. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. 
Outro music is leaving this godforsaken place, and her presence is strong here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what? <laughs>